Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello, hello. It is the 15th of March. Really good to be here with you on this Monday. I'm Nadine Blaney. This is the COB and I'm here with my partner in crime, David Scott. Scuddy, how'd the day go? Always great to start the day with you, Nadine. And uh, it was a pretty good day, I reckon, uh, for a Monday. So it's always a bit tough getting out of bed some days. But now you come to Hosby's, lots going on. So I was excited. Yeah, good. Well, the market got out of bed today. Ah, looking a little iffy there early on we sunk down to about four tenths of a percent into negative territory but we managed to eke out a small gain i say we i'm looking at you energy i'm looking at you healthcare stocks we saw some good moves coming through at the end of it all from the financials and property trusts is an interesting one as a sector up by about one percent yeah i discovered it on air as being a bit of a monday because uh it was a little bit confused uh we saw a real pronounced steepening of the aussie curve and that was in line with what we saw in the united states so when it came to yields there but it just didn't seem to matter <laughs> it was yeah it was uh it was like all the uh, the cyclical sectors were kind of like laggards in the morning and all the growth areas sans uh the uh, information technology uh, names were, uh, were all performing really well so it's kind of like no reasserted itself towards the uh, end of the, uh, the day but a strange session i still i'm struggling with the rate side of things uh, the bond proxies uh it's a day that you would have expected they would be under pressure anything but yeah, but uh, Transurban was under pressure today, so that's sort of a bond, bond proxy as well. Yeah, interesting patchwork quilt, but one standout is Afterpay, which is down a further 5%. But what we have seen is, uh, you know, buying of the dip in a lot of these tech names, not just here in Australia, but overseas as well. So a lot will have to do with, of course, what happens in US markets going forward, but bond yields in particular, the real though you know, focal point for max volatility, you've got to think is sort of Wednesday, Thursday, our time when we get the FOMC meeting results, the dot plots, and we hear from Jay Powell himself. Yes, uh, be a tricky one because uh, high yields are coming one way or another. The market wants that. And uh, usually what the market wants, it gets eventually. Uh, just how uh, reluctant uh, the Fed and other central banks, including our own RBA, will be if you're going to let that happen so it's going to be a bit of a battle royale for uh, for the time being, but it'll be very interesting to see what happens because despite uh, a few hiccups there at the moment, uh, globally, of course, we're still battling with the pandemic in certain parts of the world. 
uh, I think that we're going to see some pretty punchy data coming through, including for the labor market. So I think that's going to be really interesting to see uh, how that goes, how the bond market can absorb that news, that outlook for inflation and growth, and then look at a nominal yield of 1.625% in the United States and go, well, that makes sense. I'm, uh, I'm struggling to see how it will in a few months' time. Well, it's going to uh, you know, occupy a lot of our conversation, no doubt about that. Just back to the local market, and interesting to note that a lot of the best performers on the 200, no news associated with them. We saw Magellan having a good day, or a Cobra as well, um, Clinuvel having a good day. Um, and also, yeah, just watching some of the, the miners do okay today in trade. On the flip side, though, we did see GWA trading ex-dividend down by a full 8%, which uh, Julia Lee from Berman Invest at the end of the session told us it seemed a little sharp. But Afterpay was one of the worst performers. Um, Macmillan Shakespeare, Fortescue as well, down by 4%. I'm curious to get your thoughts, Scuddy, because, yes, we have seen iron ore prices coming off. But Rio today was down by just 2%. BHP down by a quarter of a percent. Fortescue announced that it would be moving its uh, carbon neutral target forward by a full decade. Do you think that's being reflected in this price movement today at all? Or is it just because Fortescue is more that pure iron ore play? Uh, a couple of factors at play. So uh, the, uh, the the softness in Chinese uh, iron ore futures, which continued in today's trade as well, uh, started uh, on Friday uh, our time here in Asia. That was all about uh, Tanshan, which is basically uh, the steelmaking hub of China. So mm-hmm. you know that uh, it's the biggest steelmaking uh, center of the world is China. Tanshan is the biggest center for steelmaking. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, its local government uh, regularly goes and puts out alerts for pollution and, and, and asks companies to go and pull back on, uh, on production levels for industrial activity and the like. And because Fortescue, although its grades have been slowly improving over time, its iron ore grades are a little bit less quality than other sources around the world, mm-hmm. including some of the other miners here listed in Australia. So when you see instances where you've got uh, steel prices coming under pressure, you also have uh, the impact of those uh, temporary shutters uh, of, uh, of production. It does tend to go and hit lower iron ore grades more than others but it uh, it can go and change around very quickly sentiment and it all comes down to what happens with weather patterns and the like uh, if you go and look at the uh the, the volatility in steel production in china i noticed uh rob weenie from westpac was putting out some data showing that uh seasonally adjusted we saw a record number of steel uh, production for february in china which is uh, is a pretty good sign when it comes to demand overall for those raw materials Okay, so more likely a reflection of Fortescue's iron ore grades, which we know about, and uh, not its carbon neutrality pledge. I mean, I, I think they're responding to what many investors want regardless, but it's still a long ways away. Oh, we know ESG flows are huge at the moment. We know that ESG flows are so huge that it's chasing still a limited amount of assets. So uh, we know that companies that go down that path are generally getting rewarded uh, for those who go and drag their feet. So it's not surprising that we're seeing Fortescue try and go and expedite that uh, process. And I'm sure we'll see others around uh, the traps go and follow the same suit. US dollar steady to start the week. Um, In terms of the Australian dollar, Again, I guess it all comes down to what happens with U.S. Treasuries, the U.S. dollar, and not so much about jobs this time around. We heard from Phil Lowe today, nothing much new in what he had to say. It was prepared remarks. It was an opening address, talking about the need for more business investment, uh, talking about you know that the, the, the recovery is still you know, subject to uncertainties. 
It is, but we've heard so much from the governor recently. Um, I'm not sure you said uh, how much we can go and add on to the, uh, the the conversation. All we can do now is wait for the data to go and uh, and, and uh, see what it says. Uh, but I get the suspicion that the RBA, along with most other central banks, are going to be behind the curve when it comes to uh, economic reopening, economic growth prospects, and inflationary pulse that's coming through. Uh, we'll find out whether I'm right or they are right in the not-so-distant future. Well, yeah, you or... What's your take? What do you think? What do you th- do you think that the uh, the RBA has been too cautious still when it comes to the recovery? Um, no, I don't think so in particular. I mean, I just as far as the narrative coming from the central bank, I don't know if they could really do anything else right now. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's just everybody is just saying the exact same things. All central banks. Nobody wants to be. Uh, the one that puts their head above the parapet for now. I mean, because it could unleash, you know. We can't all, we can't wait. We can't all wait for the Fed, and at some point, it's going to happen. And yeah. boy, I'm looking forward to that day. It's going to be great. There's going to oh. be so much volatility. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. He's rubbing his hands together. Look, we've done a number of really great interviews today. If you like stock picks, there's a couple associated or you know interviews that you can click on through the show notes to get some of those picks. We also had a good chat with Joe Hockey former Australian ambassador to the United States, Bondi Partners founder, you know him, he used to be treasurer. He's joined the board of Rode, actually manufacturer of these microphones that we're on right now. So he had some good, interesting thoughts about the pace of economic recovery in the US where he sees the growth going. And he shared his thoughts on Matthias Cormans being appointed secretary general of the OECD and what it means for us here in Australia. He got most fired up, I thought about that. Big deal. And I think he's, uh, he's happy his mate's doing well over there. So uh, congrats to uh, Matthias Corman and uh, best of luck. Uh, he's going to be sitting at the uh, the big uh, boys and girls table going in and uh, passing uh, all the uh, the funding for the other uh, needs around uh, certain nations around the world. So it's a pretty uh, big job that he's got to go and, uh, and, and do. So it's, uh, it's good to see an Austrian-Australian uh, taking up the, uh, <laughs> the ball on our behalf. All right, let's get to the stock of the day, shall we? Evolution Mining, EVN is a ticker code. It has agreed to snap up all shares of Canadian gold mine developer Battle North Gold in a deal for total consideration of 343 million Canadian. We put that question, whether it's investable now, today, to Nathan Samasandram from Deep Data Analytics and Gaurav Sodhi from The Intelligent Investor. Here's some of what they had to say. If you've had the decent pullback, it's a time if you're going to do something, but these are the times to do it. And these guys have a track record of doing it on the pullback. And actually, yeah. it's an interesting one. When they do the deal, that's probably a time to buy. Yeah. And so I would say, um, I mean, it's great management. I've been a fan of gold stocks for a while. It's had a pullback. I, I think it's a buying opportunity in the sector. I think Evolution is a good buy here, good management. They're diversifying asset base. It's, you know, you got to do it on the pullback. So when it comes back, you, you ride the cycle back. And I think we're in a situation mm-hmm. where there's going to be endless money printing. US dollar is going to debase and gold will do better. He's probably the best gold CEO in the business, in my view. Huh. Um, I would back him. Jay Klein in particular has really impressed me. He, he bought the Cohen gold mine, um, which is uh, it's, it's kind of um, half on land and half in a lake. Hmm. Um, I visited that deposit and it's quite a technically tricky thing to mine. It, it, economics are great if you can do it right. right. They've hugely increased the reserve life. So you've got this combination of really good deal making with really savvy operating nows right. um, and a really good financial bent. He's an investment banker. He's not a geologist. And that's, right. I think, a very good sign. Ring the bell, Scotty. It's going in the Ausbiz portfolio. What exclusive? 
Go for gold. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Oh. Evolution up by 2.6% in today's trade. Hey, I learned something new today. I was poking around the internet. Do you know what a narwhal is? No, no idea. <laughs> it's a Canadian unicorn, as in a company that reaches unicorn status, but a Canadian one. Really funny. Well, it is. It's a mythical. Actually, it was a real animal with the big unicorn horn. Anyways, I digress. But yeah, narwhal, Canadian unicorn. It's not. No, I know. Canada is like, no, of course, because we are famous for some of our horticultural products. Then no one's going to be smoking that stuff, have they, coming up with this, <laughs> uh, this animal? No. That's a stereotype. And I, I take offense to that. Well, let, me, let me tell you a story. No. <laughs> As I break down. In I, I, met, I met a couple of ca- crazy ca- Canadians on, uh, on my uh, schoolies week. And um, <laughs> they lived up to that stereotype tenfold. <laughs> believe it trust me i've met a few australians of that time <laughs> as well. okay i wasn't barring bank <laughs> <laughs> nimbin all right 845 nick lim executive chair eight common is with us we've got angus wright senior investment analyst from tribeca as well in the morning looking forward to that uh, look the day goes on a number of great guests as per usual don't want to don't want to toot our own horn, but, you know, we do have a great community of expert guests joining us here on AusBiz, and we do it all for you, the viewers, the listeners. Um, tonight, there's no real top-tier data. It's a slow grind until we get to the latter part of the week, Scotty. The Empire Manufacturing Index in the other states, you know, New York State, uh, give us a pretty good sense of what's going on into the industrial side of the economy in that big hub. I always pay pretty close attention to that. There's a lot of uh, in inputs into that uh, particular figure, including prices paid. So keep a close eye on that. I stand corrected. Okay, uh, we'll see what happens on the corporate front. Again, bond yields uh, front and center, real top of mind. Uh, why don't we go, well, we should go home and then look forward to doing it all again tomorrow. It's a Tuesday. I'm looking forward to it already. See you then. <laughs> see ya. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.